everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is October 11th, 2023. Jeff, want to start the show off by mentioning our good friend Dan Williams. You and I were just talking about him before the show started, but Dan's the guy to help you with your money needs. Also, I have a little tip for you. Jeff will tell you what it is in just a second. But Dan's the guy who also wants to help you with home buying. Remember, he's working with Brian Curry as well. Tells you all the time, get approved, not just pre-qualified. Understand the financials of home buying. Don't get outbid like so many others did in 2020. Make sure you call Dan Williams with your financial needs and also interest in real estate. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. So the other day, I'm at work two days ago. And Dan calls and goes, hey, man, I'm doing a project. Check out this website. It's called missingmoney.com. I think that's it, Dave, right? That's it. Missingmoney.com. And he goes, type your name in. Uh, State of California has money for you. And so I typed it in, and it looked like what happened. I mean, you've been here for a long time. Yeah. But you used to live up the street. Exactly. And... The post office will only forward your mail for a little bit of time. And then if somebody owes you money for any particular reason and they send it to that old address, like, I don't know how the system works, but somehow it ends up with the state of California. So I went and looked and I had three of them. Wow. There had been a uh, civil suit against Uber. Okay. Because apparently Uber had lost some of our personal information. Yeah. So that was the first one I went in and claimed, Dave, if Dan had not called me, I would not have had about 47 cents that I now have thanks to missingmoney.com. <laughs> but the next one was from the Boston Celtics. Yeah. And I thought I was still an active shareholder of the Celtics, but apparently... They had gone public for a while, and then they went back private. Okay. And for everybody that was a shareholder, they basically just said, hey, here's your money. And I got 50 bucks coming from the Celtics that they had shipped to my uh, old address in Cardiff. And so it was really fun. Like, we went through, and my ex, living in La Mesa, found her like 100 bucks from different addresses. Her sister had money. Yeah. Father-in-law had money. Um, again, it's missingmoney.com. A bunch of cynics are like, oh, they're going to steal your stuff. It, it went to the state controller's website. Listen, exactly. I'll just say this. Leave the fucking money there. I will lose no sleep at all, okay? Yeah. It, it doesn't impact me. I, Dan, Dave, and I are not going to beg you to do it. Fuck no. Fuck. Can I, guess what? Jeff's going to take the Celtics money and bet it on the 76ers. Fuck off. I'm going to do it. I'm going to bet the one dog. <laughs> uh... Check it out and then take that money and tuck it away. And as it grows, uh, then give Dan a call, 858-688-6813. He'll tell you the best way to invest it. Exactly. As we mentioned, he's working with Brian Curry. Brian's the guy to get the most for your home if you're thinking about selling. There's great news right there if you're thinking about selling. Brian has information for you at the same time if you're looking for that new home in San Diego County. Brian's your guy as well. So many questions you will have for him in this crazy market. It is worth writing this number down, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Well, there's a million great neighborhoods where to live, and I'm going to tell you the one neighborhood that you don't want to live. Dave, we haven't done one of these for a long time, but tonight's neighborhood that you want to avoid would be national city (laughs) 
And I started to tell Dave this story the other night. I should have told it with uh, Erica and Laura here. This is absolutely a true story. Happened to me, I think, a week ago tonight okay. when we were here. So I have a, uh, a 2021 Sonata Hybrid. Okay. And the car, the front end of this car is incredibly low. Yeah. And part, now listen. Car gets between 45 and 55 miles to the gallon. When gas is going up like crazy, it's great. But one of the ways that it gets me great gas mileage is there is a cover on the undercarriage. And it is right along the front bumper. And But I tell you, man, low driveways. My condo has an incredibly low driveway. Yeah. Or those curbs when you're pulling in, right? It starts to scrape, and this thing is only held in by plastic clips. And so it's been a couple of different situations where it has come loose or come down, and I've had to have it reattached. And last Wednesday night, I'm leaving here. It had just been reattached when we were up in Orange County a couple of weeks ago. And I didn't think there were any problems, but I'm driving and it starts to feel like it's dragging again. And me. Can you hear it? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Dude, I'm so type A. Like, and immediately I'm like, well, that's it. My car's going to catch fire. <laughs> it looks that way. And uh, <laughs> so it's late and I go, I'm going to pull over a national city. When I worked for USA Boxing, yeah. we used to do shows there at the CYAC. There's an Arco there, Jack in the Box. So I'm going to pull off the side of the road and uh, and check it out. So I pull off and I circle back because I'm coming back to the Arco. And I look, I look, man, my condo is right off of El Cajon Boulevard. If you walked El Cajon Boulevard 25, 30 years ago, there were ladies of the night. <laughs> I grew up in Cardiff. We used to go up to Oceanside. There were ladies of the night. Yeah. I worked for the soccers all around lay girls. I haven't seen street walkers in 30 years. Yeah. They clean this town up. (laughs) So I pull over and now I'm on the curb and I'm facing north. So like I got to come around the driver's side to the passenger's side to see where it's hanging. And uh, funny, no pun intended. And, uh, and I'm looking at this thing, and I'm trying to see, like, if it's something where I can kind of just wedge it in. Yeah. And I hear behind me, hey, what's she doing? And I turned around, Dave. She looked like she was right out of, like, central cast. Wow. She's got this short, short uh, pink shorts. Nice. Legs like a WNBA player. Like, flame and red hair. It's unbelievable. I was immediately in love. I cannot lie. <laughs> I said, I started laughing. And uh, I said, ah, oh, this piece of shit thing. And my car breaks off all the time. Ah, oh, that's too bad. I go, I know. But I think I could get fixed. You're so in then, a full conversation with a hooker. Yeah. Okay. So she says, and her friend's right behind her, and her friend might be hotter than her. Okay. So she says... Hey, when you're done, do you want to have some fun? And I said, no, because I don't want to get arrested. And Dave, she gave me the line of the night. She said, baby, I won't get you in trouble. (laughs) 
I said, 10 minutes ago, I got off this exit. Yeah. I was pissed off. And I said, that's the funniest thing I've heard in a couple of days. <laughs> I said, I trust you, but I'm still going to leave. Now, Dave, had I hung around, that's why National City is probably the neighborhood to avoid exactly. unless you're into that kind of thing. But if you're into that kind of thing, guess what? That's where to go. You could have some fun, and then guess what happens? Woo, woo, right behind you, and you're going to jail. And guess what you're going to do when you're in jail? You're going to be looking around at guys and go, I don't think they were in here for getting a handy over at MTV. <laughs> they look like they might have shanked somebody. I got to get the hell out of here. What's that number Dave and uh, Jeff gave me? I'll give it to you. As far as it's eight 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 yes six six nine oh two nine five because that's immediately when you go, woo! I had the ache, <laughs> but now I got to get the hell out of here, and I got to call Fabian and Miguel. Yeah, that would be the number to call eight 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 six six nine oh two nine five. You know what? Bright bail bonds. We'll take care of you. I should have given it to those lovely ladies. Yeah. I hope they've never been arrested. Yeah. Why don't you, you go imagine? back tonight on the way back? Might, Look for Go by. It's so weird that I went by the bank and grabbed 200 cash. <laughs> I did not. I did not. We can do it. I wonder if I get a, a referral. Oh, my God. That's funny. Jeff told me to call. Uh, <laughs> this is Cinnamon. Uh, 888-669-0295. Yeah, don't... Uh, National City is probably, sure, there's fine businesses down yeah. there. Maybe you just go when the sun's out. But, Dave, I, honest to God, man, we're in L.A. all the time. Yeah. I mean, we travel. I'm in Toronto. I've been downtown Chicago. was in New York City not long ago. I came into work the next day. I was like, when's the last time you saw somebody on the street? You know, I hate to say it. I saw one. I was driving to the airport to take my, my uh, I think it was, was it my wife. It was either my wife or my son to the airport. And I same thing, a national city. It pulled me off and said, pull off the freeway here, go around. To go by like the Arco right there? In the Jack in the Box? Literally right across from the police station. There was a girl, but she wasn't wearing pink shorts. She was mm -hmm. wearing a thong. Just <laughs> wearing underwear. It's straight up. Holy shit, it's yeah. like that Kick old HBO. body, too. No joke. It's like that old HBO show that was on, like, God damn, when was that show on HBO? Like, tw dude, we had yeah. to have been in KFMB. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I know what you're talking and about. And they would always be in, like, some, like, rundown part of, like, Biloxi, Mississippi, and guys just driving, like, a yeah. LTD. <laughs> and, they'd be, <laughs> and they'd be walking, like, in yeah. a thong. Exactly. Yeah, just like that. My wife spotted it first. She said, look over there. And the lady was straight out, just walking down In the National street. National City. Yep. A, a white t-shirt and just a thong <laughs> underwear. Right of breast. <laughs> yep. Dude, I drive by there all the time. Yeah. I had not been. Barefoot, I, by the way. Barefoot. Yep. Man, that. that no joke. On a, on a scale of one to ten. She had a body of a ten. Really? Yeah. Um. Yeah, these girls were... Yeah. Uh, I didn't see her face. She was walking away from me. What's that saying? Hate to see you go, love to see you leave. Uh, yeah, hey. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just like, I was so, like, stunned. Yeah. I was like, whoa, I felt like I... I just like you had a full conversation. I, oh, I did. Tell her about your car. I was like, this piece of shit. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> and she... Yeah, she's very sweet. She asked me, because she could probably tell I was a little frustrated, yeah, so course. she thought I wanted to have some fun. 
So I know I didn't see like a Papa shot around or anything yeah. like that, bubble hockey. But yeah, that's not what she meant. But she's a local. Yeah. So a lot of times, right? When in Rome. <laughs> but I'm like, well, I can't get arrested. I got a big day at work tomorrow. Well, that is so, too funny. But yeah, so National City, be careful over there. I don't need Fabian and Miguel going, you know what's weird, dude? We had not calls from National City in about five years. <laughs> you did that show. We had three guys. Hey, Fabian? <laughs> hey, yeah. Ah, ah, I got arrested. Shit. <laughs> Didn't even fish. That's probably too much. I apologize. All right, so look, here we go. It's towards the end of baseball season. For this it's show, great. It's, it's kind of the, a bad day for both of us here. You know, both our teams yes. are going to end up falling out. And so when you look at the baseball playoffs, as, as I told you, this is what my Dodgers do. They've done it since they were in Brooklyn. It is frustrating, but at the same time for you, okay, I'm going to look yeah. at a positive for you. Yeah. Your Minnesota Twins have not won a playoff game in forever. And right. they, they did. They finally they won they, three. Exactly right. So and that could have won tonight. And, and see, I didn't see, I'll be honest with you. And I'm not just saying this for the show. Anyone wants to give me shit. I was at a high school baseball practice. By the time I walked in the door, it was 4 nothing. I didn't see the Dodger thing. Your game, I didn't see at all. Dude, Lance I just know it didn't four work home out. runs in the same inning. How does Dave Roberts keep him in? Dude, I, that's the question. That's so 100 Four, four, home, four runs home runs in inning. the same inning. And Dave, if you didn't see it, I didn't. The third one, third or fourth, it doesn't matter. It looks like it's three in a row, and it may have been yeah. fourth, but it was literally back to back to back. And the third one, they call it a home run. And Jason Hayward's like, it went foul, it went foul. The bullpen's saying everything, it went foul. They review it, uh, pitch was foul. Two pitches later, left field. No way. 20 rows back. He still wow. goes. <laughs> uh, who was it, do you know? Uh, fuck, who? I, I the can't, only guy I could think strong enough, was it Christian Walker to go both, both ways? Dude, I, I, I okay. can't tell you. It was, no, it wasn't Walker. It was somebody else. But it was the craziest thing. Yeah. That they just, and look, when Lance Lynn was traded yeah. to the Dodgers, I said it here, but I think you already knew it. I have buddies of mine in LA that are diehard Dodger fans that were jumping up and down like they had just got Randy Johnson. And I oh. said, dude, Lance Lynn will fuck you over at some point this year. And I don't know. And they talk shit about the Padres the whole time. <laughs> Dave, it's a great question on Dave Roberts because you and I like him. And if you look at the way Tori Lovello managed tonight, yeah. immediately pulling guys. If you look at Rocco Baldelli pulling guys, um, other guys, uh, who else? Maybe in the Dusty Baker? I don't know what Dusty No, did. I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, I don't know if it was Brandon Hyde, but there were just other guys in other that series were to, to that were quick very trigger. quick yeah. to get out and yank a guy and get him out of there. And uh, and Dave left him in there tonight. I think. Do you think if Arizona hangs on and wins, is Dave Roberts out? Because if he is, I'm going to give you a name to think about. Okay. First of all, normally I would say no. You can't fire a guy that keeps winning 100 games and has you know the greatest winning. He's percentage, Marty Schottenheimer, and he has the greatest winning percentage of uh, in Major League Baseball history as a manager. I can't believe that shit. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a 412 feet. Can't get it out. Yeah. Would have tied the game up. So by the way, there's one out to go in this series. So, the Dodgers have done this before. So, Magic Johnson, I remember you and I wore the, the Guggenheim group. We were uh -huh. at 1090. Yeah. Dodger sale goes through, and the Dodgers have made the postseason every year since. 
The manager at the time was Don Mattingly. Mm -hmm. And just like Dave Roberts, kept doing the same thing. Yeah. Kept winning, winning, couldn't win in the postseason. And guess what? They fired Don Mattingly. I'm saying that's the craziest thing I can imagine. They bring in Roberts, who did exactly what Mattingly did, but a little bit of a higher level. And guess what? They cannot sit there and get to the next level. They're, they're, they're the Atlanta Braves of the 90s is what this team yeah. is. So could I see them firing Dave Roberts? 100% I could see them firing Dave Roberts. But it's not Dave Roberts' fault, my opinion, that Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman aren't hitting. Dude, right? I mean, that's what it comes down to. I mean, the Lance Lynn thing's crazy to me. Yeah, I mean. Ryan Pepio, man, has been pitching so well. Did he pitch tonight? I don't, I don't even know. Ah, uh, yeah, I think he okay. got in. I, I, I was on watching the, the Twins inning. and NHL and everything else going on. Uh, would they look at Joe Madden? With Andrew Friedman? I would, I would love it. And if you remember, as Jeff says that, Madden and Friedman know each other from Tampa Bay. Right. I mean, he was just yeah. down the road in Anaheim. And he's he's won World Series. Dude, right? Yep. He's got that veteran guy. Yeah. You know, with, with Boach and Dusty doing what they're doing, right? I mean, Tori Lovello doing what he's doing. Yeah. Like, um, there's some guys that... Uh, that are pretty successful. I just I wonder if the Dodgers with Friedman would would go look at Joe. Go look that'd at him. That'd be interesting. If I was Dave Roberts flying home tonight, I'd I be pretty nervous. I'd be pretty nervous about hey, what, what's it like because as I said, you've seen it before. There's a reason Don Mattingly was let go. There's a uh, nobody's watching this other than me, but on the NHL Network, yeah, they're doing a three-part kind of a hard knocks type thing with the LA Kings this year. It's called Behind the Glass. Gone. No, it's oh, not. I thought. Jesus sorry, fuck. I mean, the series is over. It's gone. Uh so that's it. Dodgers eliminated, swept by Arizona as yeah. we're as we're watching this. And why I think Dave's out is they're interviewing Drew Doughty and Rob yeah. Blake and and Luke Robitaille, and uh, they're talking about the fact. You know, Kings, Kings won two Stanley Cups. But they're like, that's 10 years ago. Yeah. 2012, 2014, 10 years ago. And Luke Robitaille says in this show, things are different in L.A., man. Expectations are different in L.A. Now, for the NHL, no, it's probably not the same as Montreal yeah. or Toronto. I get that. But if if the Kings front office tells you expectations for us are different, Dude, then what's that mean to the Lakers? What's that mean to the Dodgers? Yeah. Right? 100%. I, uh, look, I mean, we saw the Padres bring Preller back. Yeah. We're San Diego. I just, I don't know with the money that they have, how you can sell. I mean, you're the Dodger fan, not me. Oh. No. I don't know. If they if they say, hey, we're coming back with Dave next year, boy, boy, man. Okay. He seems to be the most polarizing guy on that team. Okay, so here, here's for me, and I'm sure a lot of Dodger fans would, t would go back if they think what they thought in spring training. The Dodgers had an exceptional year. I did not expect yeah. the Dodgers to win the World Series. Brett Boone was sitting here a couple days ago, yeah, and he them. told us that the Dodgers were going to win the World Series. Yeah. I've said the Braves all along, and the Braves I don't think are going to do it now. Right. But that was my pick. Was, Orioles, gone. Exactly. Rays, gone. And Oriole fans with 101 wins will tell you we did better than we thought. A few years ago, we right. lost 110 games. The Dodgers, everyone knows, took a step back. Going in now, now this is not an excuse thing. This is what the Dodgers' plan was going in. The Padres are supposed to win the NL West. Dodgers going in, getting rid of Bellinger and getting rid of Justin Turner. And Justin Turner, J.D. Uh, Martinez, kind of a watch. J.D. Martinez actually is better. 
um, Miguel Vargas doesn't work out. Gavin Lux gets hurt in the spring training game against the Pods and the Dodgers. You lose Trey Turner and everything else. Corey Seager, all those guys from a few years ago gone. But going into the season, I was like, I don't know if the Dodgers are a playoff team. And that's when they, I thought they were healthy. That's when they had yeah. Dustin May and Urias and everyone else. Well, you go through all these young guys. For them to win 100 games, I think realistically, if you're a Dodger fan, you look at it and say, we did much better than we expected. Now, when you go this far, you 100% should beat the Diamondbacks. You beat yeah. them by 15 games in the standings. 16. Yeah. You, you lost to the Padres last year. You beat them by 22 games in the standings. You had Trey Turner. You had a better right. team a year ago than you had this year. On paper, they're set up pretty good. They should be. But again, they aren't winning. The Dodgers aren't winning. When it's true, when you know push comes around, you aren't doing your job winning a World Series. Yeah. So for, for where they're at now, this was a surprising year. This is extremely disappointing. Last year against the Pods, disappointing. I think the best team that they had was the 2021 hey, Derek team. Hall. Good for Derek Hall, by the yeah. way. Good guy. But the best team I thought they had, Jeff, was the 2021 team when they made the trade for Scherzer and Trey yeah. Turner. They had Turner at second, Seager at short. And then all of a sudden, the last game of the season, Max Muncy breaks his elbow. Remember that? Yep. And he's out. And next thing you know, Scherzer can't pitch in the playoffs. Whatever, it was a bad neck or some shit or was oh, tired. Yeah. Remember that? Refused yeah, to pitch. Yeah, dude, he's... And then he just... You just there's so many Did things... you see him and Hedges dancing around? It was like, bizarre. Fucking idiot. And so, looking at it, yeah. It, it, am I disappointed? 100%. I thought maybe this was like the 88 team. You didn't see it coming, but no, it wasn't. And so, yeah, the, if Dave Roberts is, I think, the guy that's going to pay the price. If you look on social media, Dave's going to get it. Yeah. But let's be honest. Mookie Betts was shit. Mookie Betts had a horrible September, great August, horrible in September. Freddie Freeman didn't come through when they needed him to. It comes down to the players, man. They're the ones that make all the money. The players have to come through. And if you want to point fingers, you point it right at the top two guys of the lineup. Uh, as an organization. Yeah. Losing like this tonight in Arizona. I mean. What am I doing if I'm an organization? Well, I'm just saying Lance Lynn. Well, he's a free agent. and he's No, old. I got it. Yeah. But I'm saying, Dave, this team had no fight in a game that they needed to fight. And to me, I look at that and go, if that's my team after the year they had, yeah. I'm embarrassed that I just got beat like that by me a division too. rival. As a but, fan, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. But they always tell you, right, like. You can't let the emotion of the moment dictate exactly. everything. But I, I'm fascinated to watch that now. Diamondbacks were the sixth seed, yeah. and they swept you. Just like the Phillies. Yeah. Right? Remember the last year the Phillies were the last team in? Yeah. And then the Phillies made it all the way to the World Series. I mean, it's crazy, man. Dodgers out. Yeah. Braves appear to be on very shaky ground. Exactly. And easily could have been swept yes. and out. Braves are in trouble, yeah. right? The Rays, the Orioles, Twins won their division. Yep. Like, <clears throat> it's crazy. The entire American League East was swept. Yeah, swept. Never won a game. One of the best divisions in baseball. Yeah. But I will say this. Again, I don't know a time. Last year was San Diego. Ironically, a year ago tonight, Yeah. I'm in the hospital. A year ago, oh, tonight, a year ago tonight was the surgery. Yeah. When I'm like just trying to watch, and I believe, I, I think a year ago tonight is the Cronenworth game. Oh, is that right? E either tonight or tomorrow. Okay. But it's like that emotion. But watching these games, that Twins game today was so fun. Like they had the guys up in the ninth against Presley. I mean, you have. I don't even know the final score. Well, how two to one. Okay, two to one. Wow. Yeah, two to one. They went to the bottom of the ninth. They had Polanco, they had oh, Royce shit. Lewis, and they had Kirloff up. I mean, guys. Yeah. 
if not Correa, they they had three very viable options up three different times. Ryan Presley gets to uh, a three ball count and gets to strike out each. I mean, like really as a twins fan. Yeah, it stings. But as a baseball fan, you're like, fuck man, that that's just great drama. These Philly and Atlanta games, the last couple of days, what Boach is doing is out of his mind. Exactly right. And now as much as it stings to have the twins out, having the Rangers against the Astros is going to be insane. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't know. Arizona, to me, probably the least interesting of of the remaining teams. But most people don't even know anything about Arizona. Right. Like like outside of people who follow the NL West. Right. But but Zach Allen being in and and shit, man, they deserve to be there. Yeah. So, dude, I love it, man. I I love it. These games have been so good. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. It's... The the Braves Phillies series has gone like what we thought it would. Like yeah. we, we thought that that's the series to watch. Like for you to pick one Harper's series to watch, crazy man. You know, I love the guys, the big names that step up in big games. And oh, he did it last he year. He's done year. it this year. Yeah, I mean, this is what he's done. And so, if like if you're the Atlanta Braves, looking at it from from that side, fans have to be extremely disappointed. Some way the Dodger fans were when they won 111 games. That you sit and you roll through by far the best team in the regular season, and you're shit in the bed. Yeah, and you're right. They could have easily <clears throat> been swept, without a doubt. They could have easily been swept. Playoff baseball is always a lot of f- playoffs are great in every sport. Who are we fucking uh, kidding? Right? Know, Hockey's but- great. Everything's great. The only one I'll be honest with you, the NBA is NBA. Bad- I was just gonna say. Yeah, it's uh, but but playoff hockey. Everybody has that term, right? Yeah, they grow the beard. Yeah, and, and NFL. It always comes down to whoever has yeah. the ball last. Fucking Final the playoffs play. are incredible. Absolutely, uh, absolutely awesome. So, but these games, Dave, with the chill in the air, like we're all feeling it. Falls here, and uh, it's just goddamn. Yeah, I mean Harper. I, I'll admit it. I didn't hate the guy. I just he, he wore was, on you. Not even that. Okay. He was just he was another star in baseball to me. Really? Okay. Yeah, dude. Watch him the last couple of days. I'm like, all right, all right. I know I'm 20 years late to the party. Holy fuck! And and it's funny. Because I uh, can't remember what it was, but earlier this summer I had to be in L.A. Jack and Katie, I think we're in Mexico. Yeah. And I had to be in L.A. And I heard an interview that he did. Like, I think I was listening to the Phillies. They may have beat the pods. Like, I feel like they may have beat the Padres, and he was a big part of it. And Dave, he was just such a guy. Yeah. He wasn't a douche. He Because... It'd be very easy for Bryce Harper to be a douche, right? Like, we'd all be like, oh, yeah, of course. Look at this asshole. Dude, he was so cool. And I think he had said something to one of the Phillies announcers. Like, they told him, hey, hit a home run in, in the pregame. And, and he did it. And just, like, the coolest throwback guy. You go, fuck, man. It's pretty special. So I, thought, right. I thought you were kind of going to go the other way. I thought you were going to say you've been watching him since he was 16 when he was on the cover Sports Remember Illustrated. That? And you're sure. Just like kind of like Le- LeBron, Tiger, Bryce Harper. You followed him since they were kids. Yeah, no, watched him. Yeah. Always watched him. Yeah. He was fine, but not a guy that I stopped to watch. Oh, really? Right. Oh, that's and fine. Now, and now you're like, ah, oh, dude. That, oh, yeah, that's on me. Not on him. You go fight. You nailed it. He's a big time player. He is, and you have to uh, you have to admire that. 
When he was 16 years old, I watched him play at the Padre facility. You know, spring training. Here's at, one. Longoria? No. Oh, wait. That's not it. What happened in the third inning, didn't it? Okay, yeah. Okay, happened in the third inning. Sorry. Sorry, they're showing Sports Center. Perdomo right there is the first one. So, Bryce. Well, watch, Dave. These, because you didn't see this. Yeah. Perdomo. Okay. That's okay, right? Well, none of them are okay. They all hurt. No, but I'm saying like, <laughs> I'm like that's not. Could tell Marte. Yeah. But wait till the, okay. Right? Look at that one. Now, maybe at that point when you're down 2 nothing, and can tell Marte just went about 385. Yeah. And his grandstanding, that might be the time to go. Yeah, Lance, we know your history. Uh, and said 428. Wow. For Marte. Okay, here you go. Here's your guy, Walker. Okay. Boom. Jesus H. Christ. Right? Yeah. That one's out. That's probably about, <laughs> when you figure that is, 365 or so? 395. 395. Okay, now here, now see if they show both of them. Okay. So here, okay, here's the first one, right? Yeah. So this is where they think, and they originally called a home run, but then you can clearly see that the ball from Moreno went foul. Yeah. Replay shows, okay, foul, no problem. And then they'll show, I'm guessing, I think it was two pitches later. Is anybody in the bullpen warming up at this point? I don't think so. I think Dave just enjoying the game like any other fan. And then this one, boom! (laughs) God damn! To the wall, what's up? You can't get the fuck out of here! It's for nothing! Jesus Christ, Dave Allen! Or not Dave Allen. What the fuck's his name? Dave Roberts. Wake the fuck up! (laughs) Wake the fuck up is right. Jesus Christ. Remember the old Daryl Weaver clip? Yeah. We thought Dave Roberts could just sit on his ass like any other fan, <laughs> watch the game for eight innings, like Terry Crowley. That is crazy. That, yeah. That's fucking nuts. But, what? I mean, that's just yeah. that's demoralizing for your team. Oh, huge, man. You're down 4 nothing, and you aren't even batted in the fourth inning yet. Dude, that's, yeah. a bad, that's a bad move. And you know this team hasn't scored much. So, it's funny. Looking at the Dodgers' three starters in this series. Yeah. Okay. Kershaw, probably not back next year. Probably going to retire. Yeah. Bobby Miller is definitely part of the future. Dude, Bobby Miller. I mean, Dave Roberts is the guy I was probably thinking of. He yeah. didn't go two innings with Bobby Miller the other night. No, and Bobby Miller said he couldn't get his breaking ball to work. That's fine. But then you have Lance Lynn. Another guy will not be on the team next year. So right. two of your three guys, if they aren't good enough to keep next year, why were they good enough to, to yeah. pitch in this series? Yeah. I, d- I don't understand. This is where I, I do get on Dave. I don't understand. Where, where his loyalty towards players instead of loyalty to the team and the organization. Yeah. That, but that, I mean, that's the mistake. That's a huge mistake. So I wonder, as you said, looking forward, everyone's saying the talk is Otani. Well, Otani's not pitching next year. Right. I wonder, and I kind of did it tongue-in-cheek, and then I was thinking about it on Twitter. I wonder if they chase Blake Snow. That's why I said to Jack tonight. Yeah. I think they do. I think you almost owe it to the fans to do it. Yeah. You're drawing almost 4 million fans a goddamn yeah. year. I think you going to be the Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, I think you, well, they did it before with Bauer when they chased him. Yeah. But, but you kind of owe it to the organization and the fan base we're going to go out and get the best guy available. Yeah. We don't have what it takes to have that dominating guy. And who knows? It's, if, if you're right, he'll be shit next year because he, he got be. the contract. No, as Jack said, he'll start the year 4-0 with an ERA of .88 because <laughs> it's just the Padre way. The son's 15. He figured it out quickly. Um, I think I'm getting killed on Twitter because my watch is going of off. Of course. Just so you know, if, if I'm not avoiding you. I'll get to every one of you cocksuckers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, at the end, it's like all our guys are laughing, right? We've been laughing all night. 
the bad guy always loses in the end. Yes. He always loses in the end. But so it makes um, movies great. Yeah, I, I don't think, I hate to break this to you. I don't. Look, look at that crazy stat. Most 100 win seasons since 1903. Dodgers have 10 of them. Yeah. Haven't won a title in the any A's of them. have 10 and have won four. Cardinals have nine and have won four. Yankees, 2100 win seasons since 03, have won 12. Yeah. Dodgers have 10 and yeah. have won zero. That's crazy. Magic going to tweet tonight? Apologizing like he did with the commanders the other day? Yeah. Well, the one thing we didn't do is we didn't score more than four runs, and that's why we <laughs> lost. Um. So... Yeah, everybody on Twitter going crazy, I'm sure, lighting you up. One thing I did last night yeah. is I'm watching Boach is I put a thing out there saying, hey, thank you to the most overrated guy in baseball, Sandy Alderson, yeah. who fired Boach because he didn't want to pay him a million a year. That's ridiculous. Now, most of you, much bigger response than I was expecting. I just pretty much did it you know, for for us. And uh, there were a couple of things that were said. The first was, well, does a manager really make that big a difference? Well, considering the fucking Rangers won 62 games last year and finished 28 games out of first, and this year they tied for first and went, currently are 5-0 and in the playoffs. Yeah, fuck face, I think they do. And he lost to Grom basically in the first 10 days of the season. Right, and had no Scherzer. Yep. I mean... And if you read the article that Glenn Geffner sent me today on ESPN, it's pretty amazing. They said Boach never goes in the clubhouse. Travis Jankowski said, I think I've talked to him twice all year. He just lets those guys be themselves. But they said by leaving them alone, even when shit was falling apart in yeah. September, uh, Travis Jankowski tells this great story. Go find the, the Bochy article on ESPN. Yeah. And he talks about for like the last three years how he never was in the lineup against a left-handed pitcher. Never. Couldn't hit for shit yeah. left-handed as a left-handed hitter. And he's saying he comes in and he's with the Rangers. And it's funny because I guess he technically never played for Boach here. He would have played for yeah, Buddy Black. That's right. And he says that, uh, you know, he's not hitting against left-handed pitching. He gets it. And on like a Thursday, he's got like a three-hit game. Yeah. And it's a right-handed pitcher on the mound. The Friday game, whoever they're playing, Jankowski tells it, it's a left-hander, and he, co he comes in, and uh, he's in the lineup. And he said, I went out and got a couple of hits. And he said, I just was so fired up by the confidence he showed in me yeah. that it allowed me to relax and go play. So, yeah. A fucking manager does make a difference, and especially when and, the manager is Bruce Bochy. In and, the postseason, 100%. I'm, right? I, I'm with you on that, 100%. 28-game 28, 28 swing, Dave, in the regular season helps, too. Their, their regular roster is not that much different. Uh, Evaldi, of course. Yeah. But their day-to-day, everyday eight is not that much different today than it was a year ago. Exactly. So DeGrom was there for, what, eight starts? If even that, I don't even think he got that many. Um, I'll, I'll, I don't want to look it up. Every time no. I go over, I end up no, not going to show up. No, but under off, 10. But, so, oh, easily under 10. All right. So, here's a couple things about Boach. One is, which is bizarre, because I think if, if I'm correct on this, I was just in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. The Giants have won more games in the National League than any other franchise. Oh, that's cool. Okay. I don't know. But they never won a championship in San Francisco. Yeah. Until Boach got there. Right. He won three of them. Yeah. In five years. Right. Crazy. 
Then you look at the Texas Rangers have never, ever won a World Series. Yeah. They've been to two of them. Yeah. Lost them both. Yeah. Ron Washington fucking blew it. Because remember, he had Nelson Cruz in yes. right field. He pulled the Bill Buckner thing. I wanted, wanted him on the field Jesus when we won Christ. it all. And then you look at it and you go, if Boach, I mean, here's the deal. Boach is a Hall of Famer no matter what. Uh-huh. But Boach is like, honestly goes down as one of the greatest managers of all time. If he took two franchises to their first World Series. Top five right now in yeah. playoff wins. Yeah. It's crazy. It and, is. Well, and it's funny. The guy who's right behind is Dusty Baker. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Um, so I put that thing. Now, listen. I know a lot of you old-timers hate Barry Bloom. I, and, Dave, I say the old-timers because the newer generation, whether it's Laura or Erica, miserable Padre fan, you really don't. Yeah. I doubt you have any remembrance of Barry. Barry was the former Padre beat writer. Now, we have known him, God, Dave, what, 25 years? Easily. But I... I think about guys that you have. You show that meme all the time, and it, it's the two guys that are on the street, and the one guy flips the one guy off, and then his buddy flips yeah. him off, and then he starts walking across the street and comes back, and he flips him off. They keep going, right? Yeah. It's not nearly like that, but you have to think of people you have where you're friends, and you can just call them the every name in the book yeah. when you disagree. And then if you saw them tomorrow, it'd be like, hey, man, what do you want to do for lunch? That's, that's how I am with Barry. Like, yeah. I, I love Barry Bloom. Yeah, I do too. But he's so goddamn blindly loyal to Moores and Alderson. It yeah. kills me. Hey, they didn't fire him. Sandy allowed him Is that him what Barry go. reached out to you and uh, said? Of course. Oh, my God. I go, ask Boach. Yes, ask him out when. And I go, and you let him go to a fucking division rival? Wake up, Barry. But I don't write shit like that because I don't want Barry's my buddy, right? Like when I saw him at the winter meeting. Dude, if you told me you were having twins back in 2007 and one of them was named Barry, I was just like, <laughs> no what the way. fuck? Dude, I saw Barry at the winter meetings yeah. and I was with Jack and I haven't seen him since. Yeah. Dude, he gives me the biggest hug. He tells Jack, I just love your dad. Yeah. I love your dad. I love Barry Bloom. He's great. And Barry knows, like I could tell him, you're such a fucking idiot. You're yeah. so blindly loyal. It would not impact our friendship at all. Because, because that, and that, that I love That's guys funny. like that. But I don't see anything like that on social media to him because I like him so much. Yeah. And I respect him so much. But he's so goddamn wrong on this. But if he was here, I'd tell him, you're out of yeah, your fucking Of course fucking, he would. You're out of your fucking mind, Barry. All right, where are we going for so, lunch tomorrow? Dude, you know what's funny? <laughs> I want someone to start bringing that name back. My dad's best friend was Barry. Like, 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 you know, Ernie named his kid Henry. Yeah. Dude, I dig it that he brought that name back. Dude, Henry's great. Uh, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I just today, I, I knew when I wrote it last night, I go, that fucker Bloom is going to come in with his stupid loyal shit. And God bless him for being loyal to his friends. Dude. We should all have somebody as loyal to us as Barry is. So blindly loyal, you four-eyed bastard. <laughs> Here's the funny thing about Barry Bloom to me. Yeah. Before I even knew who he was, yeah. I knew his name. Yeah. And the reason I knew his name is because some asshole took a Sharpie and wrote in the bathroom at Qualcomm. Remember? Yes. Yeah. Well, well I, I could dude. say it on this show, but it, would, it said on in the stall, Barry Bloom sucks cock. Jesus and, and And I'm like, well, who the fuck's Barry Bloom? Dude. I and then sure enough, he became a friend of ours. Dude, he's great. He is great. Yeah. 
And uh, by the way, I know who wrote it. Oh, I do too. Uh, <laughs> but he's one of those guys, Dave. I don't know what it is about this stupid show. Yeah. But there are people that others just really, really have animosity to. Yeah. And we have none. No. I have none. And I loved him because in uh, like those early days of me watching the Padres, <laughs> there are always stories about like Dick Williams yeah. or Larry Boa. They always wanted to fight Barry. Yeah. They had no time for it. And Barry never backed away. Like, can you imagine if uh, not Melvin, like Melvin would be fine. But um, do you imagine Preller dealing with Barry in his prime? Like Barry, yeah. Barry's a back east guy. Like he's he's gonna call it like it is. And so no, I just I knew he would be blindly loyal as he's always been to Moores and Alderson. And I just wanted to tell him, shut the fuck up, Barry. Not today, because he loves Boach too. Yes, he does. All right, so here's what's kind of funny. There are yeah. certain things guys do where you go, only a guy would do that. Right. The girls don't do that. A uh, baseball coach told me a story how they coached at two different schools, yet their shortstop suffered the exact same injury. Mm. All right? The first school he was at, he said his shortstop shot a paintball gun right into his palm and, and thought he could catch it. Well, it Ow. blew a hole right through his fucking hand. Great. Then his next school, his shortstop did the same exact thing. He goes, coach, and showed him the hole in his hand, and he goes, paintball gun? Yeah. Thought I could catch it. Fuck are they doing? And yeah, and I said, girls would never do that. Right. But at the same time, guys, if you understand the game and the fun and games and whatever the fuck I'm about to get on Twitter, I hope they understand I'm all in for the game. Dude, of course. Until you cross the line. Nah, just mute them out. And then and then you just go to like as you said, you could have lunch tomorrow. Oh yeah. Girls aren't like that. Oh god. Oh fuck, it's over. It's yeah, it's too emotional. <laughs> it's completely over that's why when you and i do have guy friends that don't get the jokes right and then they they shut you and me off right it bothers me i'm like what kind of guy are you don't you know how it works dude completely like like our football league tonight yeah they're all ready to kill you i haven't gone on there yet great but they all but they're all your brothers yeah exactly like they're all your on my side yeah i know they're good guys yeah but they're all lined That's up. Hundred percent fine. Kick you right in the nuts tonight, dude. dude trust me, I got them when it was their turn, and I understand it's my turn. I know how it works. And uh, and so yeah, just tonight, watching it, you're like, all right, yeah, they'll get it. Yeah, fuck. But you're right. Yeah, if there's people that don't get it, literally, just mute them out because they're waiting for something for you to say anything, and then you just mute them out. There's nothing. Dave Roberts doing his last press conference right now. Yeah, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to be a regular on 97.3. I, uh, <laughs> I'll fill in with, with Coach on Tuesday and Thursdays. And I'll have a weekend show, me and Craig Elston. I'm looking forward to that, taking calls. We'll be with you throughout the playoffs. Uh, you'll see me in Cardiff. I'll probably open a small little wine bar at the Cardiff Town Center. Docks. And, uh, <laughs> come on down. Does he have his own wine business? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Cardiff guy. That's true. Well, yeah, I'm telling you. No, it's weird. Is he has nothing to do with RBV, the high school? Isn't that funny? Yeah, like they aren't they aren't on good terms. I'm telling you, if he was a Padre manager, yeah, and had had that, I'd want him out. You would, really? as, knowing him, Dave. Yeah, like knowing him and liking him as much as we do, I'd be like, you'd have to go. Wow, that's a tough one. I mean, I'm telling you, that's a tough one. I'm sure you'd find a job this year. Just like Mattingly found Cleveland. a job with uh, the Marlins. He could. He could be he played for Cleveland, right? Was he a Cleveland guy at one yeah. time? Yeah. Or the Giants. Yeah. But that'd be crazy too. 
It's not a bad call by the Giants. You know, it looks like you're not going to get Melvin. That's not a bad call. Played for the Giants too, right? Yep, that'd be uh, that'd be interesting. But dude, to me, Dave, he's Marty Schottenheimer. That's a good call, and so great during the regular season. And look, Marty made all the calls right. He didn't have AJ calling down to the yeah. sideline or anybody else. But here's why I'd get rid of him. To me, the guys that can't get it done, it's always in the back of their mind. And to me, it impacts everything they do. And I just, I need a guy in there. If I'm the Dodgers, again, going back to what Luke Robitaille said. Yeah. It's a whole different game here. Man, I need a guy that's just going to grab, seize the moment, right? And first team in postseason history to be swept by a team with 15 fewer regular season wins. I mean, you're going to find 900 little fucking rinky-dink stats. Of course. What what I'm looking at is, dude, we need to hang a banner. We need to be what the Yankees have been. 100%. It's always and, been the Dodgers' goal. Yeah. They aren't the Yankees. And, hey, Dave, nothing personal, man. Nothing personal. We love you. Come back for Alumni Day. <laughs> but uh, but uh, the end of the road. Come back for Alumni Day. At <laughs> the end of the road. Uh, you're always welcome here. You know what, Andrew? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> Fuck you. You prick. <laughs> Did you not watch a fucking game? Hey, can I ask you a quick thing before I run you the fuck out of here? Like when Lance Lynn gives up home run number three, what the fuck are you doing? Huh? They were all solo shots, Andrew. Yeah. Well, guess what? They're not when they're back to back to back, David. That makes it three nothing, fucker. Might as well have been a three run shot. You That's cr- a bit of grand slam, you cocksucker. You cross eyed little fuck. I have 20 20 vision. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did I, I, did I tell you that story the other day about Mike? I didn't tell you this. What? Josh goes back to, to Nashville. I know. What a drag. It's so nice having him there. It's a, he'll be back in a month for another wedding. He's in the stage where all his friends are getting married. So, uh, actually, it's, he has a, it's a family member this time, but he'll be back in a month. Anyway, okay. he goes back to town, and he has a scratch on his rim. All right? He had some friends in the town and scratch up his rims through a drive-thru. Fuck. And so he had a, a front left one, back right one were scratched. And he don't like it. He goes, I'm going to go get it fixed for like 350 bucks. All right? Okay. Got cramp in my leg. You go to right National now. City? And so, no, he had to go to National City. I think he went to Nick Saban Mercedes. Is where he went. <laughs> nice. And so he uh, he goes to get it fixed and uh, he goes to pick up his car. And the guy says, Hey, got some bad news and good news for you. Oh, boy. Bad news is the guy that was working on your car had an eye injury over the weekend and uh, he can't only see it at one eye. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he goes, So he did front, right, back, left. And Josh's like, Those aren't the ones that were damaged. And he goes, yeah, we did all four for you. So you only have to pay for two, but we we did all four. He goes, you know, that cockeyed motherfucker up in the back completely fucked us. But, hey, enjoy your car. <laughs> like yeah, if you were his manager, what would you have said to the guy working that just cost the company I'm four rims? I'm doing reviews right now. <laughs> One thing about Ted, great attitude, brings it, can't see for shit. <laughs> We'll speak to HR about Ted's health benefits and make sure he's got Cigna visual so the blind fuck doesn't cost me another $1,000. Oh, hey, do you have goodness. TNT? 
Kings are on. Are they really? Yeah, opening night. Okay. I don't know about that fucking team. They're playing with 11 forwards tonight. <laughs> that's how you, that's, that's a opening shift. night. That's a shift. Hold on. Yeah. 11 guys. Uh, so you've got three lines of three, <laughs> and then the fourth line is two guys. I'm not really sure how that's working there, but uh, yeah, I guess we'll figure it out as we go. There you go. Jesus Christ. They're so up against the cap that they could, like, it's really wild, man. Like, the NHL, how about, Dave, I know you're not paying attention. I'm just telling you guys. I know what you're going to say. If you're watching hockey and you get a chance to watch a Chicago Blackhawks well, game. I know exactly where you're Man, Connor Bedard is just going to be so much fun to watch. And I thought the NHL last night, uh, they did an incredible thing. And I don't know if you saw it, Dave, but the referee was mic'd up. It was Pittsburgh against Chicago. Yep. Sidney Crosby face off against 18 year old Connor Bedard. And the ref skates up. It says, Sid, welcome back. And Crosby says, Thanks. And he goes, Connor, welcome to the NHL. Let's have a good night, boys. Here we go. And he drops a puck. It was so fucking great. And Bedard last night, first game, has an assist. And tonight he got his first goal. Look at that. The ratings, but, by the way, were, were tremendous. Dude, that. I love it. He's such a likable kid. And when you look at what's going on in the NHL, whether it's Connor McDavid or Austin Matthews, handful of guys that are up there. I mean, Montreal has guys like Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki. Really likable players around the league. Yeah. Uh, unless, I mean, not probably a whole lot on the Ducks. I mean, I think if you're a Ducks fan, you know, I think Pete tonight, the one thing Pete knows as a Ducks fan, is he's one day closer to the draft lottery. That's exciting. and uh, But having Connor Bedard in Chicago yeah. is really going to be great for the league. And, and like I said, um, when the young stars are likable stars, it's uh, really charismatic, great on camera, uh, fun guy to watch, man. Yeah, if you, if you get a chance, watch him. You're going to like him. You know, from an outsider looking into the NHL, it, to me, it, honestly, it feels like there's more young star power in the NHL than I can ever remember. Yeah. And, I mean, usually, like, even when Gretzky played, you had Lemieux. There were two guys. When you had Crosby, right. you had Ovechkin. You had the two guys. Right. But you just named a bunch of them, and all Dude, of a sudden, you're so like, that, that, that are so freaking good. And, and they're all in, like, the Kings are really interesting. I mean, they've yeah. got... Andre Kopitar and Drew Doughty, people remember them. But yep. they went out and got Pierre-Luc Dubois, who's going to be a stud for them. Kevin Fiala, Adrian Kempe, Quentin Byfield. Big year for Quentin Byfield, man. He, a number two pick in the draft a couple of years ago. African-American, incredibly nice kid, but has not been able to hit his stride and stay up with the NHL. And he, this is a big year for him, yeah, man. No shit. You tell me you have a 55 jersey already? Yeah, let's go. By the way, I love the Kings uniforms still. They're the best. They got to go back to the old school crest, the though. Yeah. No, crown. but I mean like the Gretzky ones. Yeah. Yeah. But, black. but I, like the, I like the silver and black and white. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Hey, want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. Again, the weather's been so strange. It's been great days. Yeah. It warms up a little bit, cools down, man. Nothing like having that pool in the backyard. You could have the jacuzzi with it. You tell Alan Taylor what you're thinking. He'll even make your thoughts even that much better. Ask about available financing. Alan Taylor, nobody makes a pool like Alan Taylor and Taylor made pools. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. I have a shocking revelation. Okay. 
last night hanging out, and I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to figure out who my celebrity pool is for tonight. And I'm going to figure it out because I'm going to go in with a name. Man, I've been waiting to do this for 10 days. I'm going to finally get a look at this golden bachelor, and I'm going to figure out a name from one of these hotties within about four minutes, and she's going to be the first Golden Bachelor celebrity pool. Let's go. Hit play. I swear, Dave, I I just felt bad about myself watching that show. They all have those really high fake cheekbones. Oh, really? I didn't like, notice. Uh, remember when we were a kid and there was that guy who had the female puppet? Uh <laughs> Dude, he'd always be on like all these different talk shows. Okay. But he had, you know, he had the puppet with like this string and it was like this older woman. Yeah. And, okay. You know the guy I mean, right? Yeah. Remember she had those crazy yeah. eye. That's what they all had. <laughs> and, and their eyes are either too close or too far apart. And they're yeah. all, I, I was like, this is not what I wanted at all. Like, just be who you are. Hot yeah. thing. Not the golden Botox, it's the golden bachelor. So I tapped out after about four minutes, canceled the series. I know two women in the last uh, few months that got facelifts. Yeah. Dude, it, it literally looked 15 years younger. Do, like, they good? Do they always look surprised? No, no, but they look younger. Like you remember them 15 years ago. Well, good for them. Kind of crazy. Hey, man, whatever makes you happy, yeah. whatever gets you through your day. But, uh, yeah, I was so excited for that show. Yeah. And it just came to a screeching halt. Um, Aren't the ratings for that thing huge also? I don't know. I think they said better than ever. And then the only other thing I had on my DVR was CBS Sunday Morning, which I love. But I, like Jane Pauley's great, but I don't think we're doing a Jane Pauley celebrity pool. No, no. Uh, great job on that show, though. How about Demi Moore? Hey, no problem at all. Demi Moore, celebrity pool. God, don't have... Ask me twice. It's incredible. <laughs> Just tell Amy, hey, the Demi Moore celebrity pool. But I'm telling you, I love this weather right now. Me Fall, too. perfect. And when you put that pool in, Alan told me, I'm telling you guys, don't let the secret out, but I can put a heater in there. I said, what? <laughs> he goes, yeah, man, this ain't like the ocean. We can heat it up. I go, you better not be goddamn lying to me, Alan. You better not. I'm not going to go on and tell people that they can swim in heated water and then have it all be a big fucking farce. <laughs> he said, nope. That water's going to be warm. You can crank it up. I go, and the hot tub gets hot. <laughs> I go, all right. All right. I go, I feel like I'm just being fucking catfished into my own show here, but I'm going to say it. So if you want a hot tub that's actually hot, call TaylorMade Pools. There we go. All right, Kyle Fluger's your guy when it comes to websites and computer needs. And again, he has his own company, Mithril Media. Mithralmedia.io is how you can reach him online, or you can just call him, 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Don't forget, 10% discount for his services. If you mentioned Dave and Jeff sent you, sent, sent you I should say. Uh, so many great websites that we use, right? Like uh, the one that I watched today was something, all these crazy videos. And I know most of them are just on Twitter. But have you seen the guy who did the platform jump 
looks like he does like a platform jump from like a radio tower. Okay. And uh, his parachute doesn't open. Yeah. And he just lands like face first in the snow. No. <laughs> and, it didn't, and it didn't kill him. Wow. And they're like, yeah, broke his pelvis, right? I'm like, what? And, uh, but you watch these and you're like, these guys are making a ton of cash. I, I think sometimes our thoughts face are first in the snow. Dude, and you're watching it from the top of the tower. Yeah. You're just watching him go. But would you fall that way? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I hope not. But, I mean, he broke his pelvis. I mean, instead of breaking his neck. That's true. But, yeah, I mean, he landed right on his tiny little hammer. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Right? Who falls dick first? Dude, that guy. <laughs> that guy, I guess. God. It's a bad day. Uh, but, I mean, the crazy thing is, there is the next great website that is out there that is going to be so successful and so impactful. And guess what? Could be yours. But exactly. you need a little help to get it going. Give Kyle and his team a call. They'll get that site up and running. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going October 11th. No joke. I, I just threw a name at you. It happens to be your birthday. Didn't even put two and two together. Oh, I wrote this thing out a week ago. Here we go. Demi Moore. Dude. I'm glad I didn't guess how old she was in front of you. That's fine. My God, she is just awesome. I'm going to say 61. Exactly right. Fuck yeah. I just saw her in strip tees a couple days ago. Looks fantastic. She and she does. And she's cool. Yeah. You can just tell she's cool, right? Yep. Uh, dude, the money's an interesting thing with her. It's a lot. Yeah, I'm going to say $140 million. $200 million. Dude, goddamn, she's even more perfect than she was 31 seconds ago. All right, here we go. Daryl Hall. Daryl Hall, the Leafs jobbed him today <laughs> because uh, on his birthday, yeah. The goal song for the last five years had been, you make my dreams come true. Yeah. And they changed the song. Oh, wow. Um, which is kind of a funny goal song. It is. But uh, I think he's 74. 77. 77. Dude, he wrote a lot of songs. By the way, if you are a SiriusXM subscriber, the Stern interview today with Keith Richards is so fucking good. Hour and 30 minutes. It is great. Is it good? Uh, I didn't hear so it. So great. Keith Richards is just the coolest. But uh, like Keith Richards, Daryl Hall wrote a shitload of songs. Yeah. I'm going to say $90 million. $70 million. Okay. Next one, Julia Roberts. Ah, I saw her at the Rolling Stones concert. So insanely yeah. hot and so grouchy. Really? She was grouchy? Yeah, she was mad. Probably because of her nitwit little twerp husband. Was he there? Did you see him? Yeah, he was probably a cold play. Danny? With... I think his name's Danny. Uh, is that shock you that he'd be a lightweight? Huh? <laughs> Where was he was at? He, like, he wasn't even like a cameraman. Was it like a grip or something? Yeah. Yeah. He was probably at, uh, we got to come up with the concert of the week. He was probably at Grand Funk Railroad with Gavin and our Danny. <laughs> wasn't at the Stones concert. Uh I'm going to say she's 56. Exactly right. Fuck, yes. Uh, dude, $300 million? Too Close, $250 million. Holy fuck. Last one, David Hasselhoff. Boy, what an e-break on the night. Yeah. Sorry. I don't think you are. Hasselhoff's going to be 78 today. 71. 
Oh, fuck. Sorry. And, uh, dude, tell you what, Germany loves the Hoff. Not with, his, not with their money. Oh, shit. $14 million. $10 million. It's still pretty good. Yeah. But you would have thought, like, he was the EP of Baywatch. What happened to his dough? I don't, you know what? I have no idea. I know uh, talking to Nicole said they all signed shitty contracts. Really? Yeah. And, like, they don't get money for reruns or how many markets they were in. They all signed shitty contracts. Who was contracts. that guy with all the tattoos you just did the show with? Oh, um, he's the guy that did the song Butterfly. I can't. Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. Um, I don't fuck. Know. Yeah, he was he was interested, man. He talked about depression and everything else. And, Those shows and, are always good. And um, he, he he was good, man. It was it was it was Can funny. It? I meant to mention it to Brett Boone because that was Brett's walk up song. Oh, was that yeah, right? Yeah, Butterfly was his walk up song. Brett used to actually ask me, "Hey, when I go on with you and Jeff, make sure you play Butterfly." Hey, don't tell us what the fuck I did. Do. Did he hear it? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, he, he didn't fucking know. You didn't it looked know like, it was, yeah, it looked like the Jesse Lozano show. Get out of here. Jesse's going to be on this weekend on, uh, on you're shocked. You're no yeah, kidding. Yeah. On, they will track him down. Yeah. He's on uh, him and Allie Wagner. Yeah, Allie Wagner's on. I think it's for a future one. I think this one is Elizabeth Alvarez and Lauren Finney are on this week. Oh, that's a good show. There you go. See, cause now they can bring in the guys from, from five, five because now they're part of the same family. Yeah. Um, that's good. There, there you go. There you go. Two of my favorites. Yeah. All right, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. Josh wrote these out again. Hey, dude, dude I love the fact he writes this out. It's, I love it, it makes, dude. makes me do zero time on this. Dude, I love that he does this. It's yeah, so he, good. He said, your questions suck. Let me do it. I said, all right, you got it. We'll see how long he stays in. Okay. First question. Can you give yourself a nickname? Uh, no, you cannot. Um, you cannot. I... So I sign everything. It's pretty funny. Yeah. This is very funny. How do you sign an email? How do I sign off an email, you mean? You're writing an email. Yeah. You're writing a, okay, a professional is, email. Oh, my God. This is funny as fuck. You're, let's say this. you're writing an email yeah. to the athletic director. Yeah. How do I wrap it up? Yeah, Easily, this is very drop, funny. I, and it's funny because someone really pissed me off yesterday. With they, the way they okay, they signed so, it off. They signed it off the way our agent signs it off. Do you know our agent signs our hers Heather? off? Heather. Um, no, she should, always signs it off best. She'll, okay, she'll write well, an email yeah. and she signs up best, and then she'll put Heather. Heather. Okay, okay. she she signs Heather. Okay, so I sent just so you know, I so I sent an email yesterday to someone saying this is what you're looking for, and they said no, you got it wrong. And I sent it back, and I highlighted exactly the answer they wanted. No, you got it wrong. And I said, it is in front of your face. It's in bold. It's in yellow. Right. And then same thing. No, that's next week. And, I, man, I just want to bash my head into the fucking wall without yeah. calling and cussing the person out. And it drove me nuts. But everyone they sent back was best. Don't best when you're yeah. fucking wrong. It was driving me crazy. But I'm saying for your name. Oh, Dave. <laughs> just Dave Pally. That's it. You do? Yeah. Oh, I always, I just hate signing like Jeff on anything. I'm not going to write Jeff Dotseth on anything. And I go, well, that feels weird. So the whole thing. So just forever. Yeah. Going back, I've always just put JD. Yeah. JD. Now, what's funny is I had teachers. I don't, I mean, I think starting in junior high, but all my coaches because they could never say dot Seth. Yeah. 
there was always, and they always had a dip in, JD, let's go. <laughs> and uh, it was fine. That was it. But I just do it. I sign my emails that way. Yeah. Because Jeff just feels very uh, impersonal. Like it feels too casual. Okay. But then I'm like, well, I don't know. I, you know, I can't sign it. I'm not going to write every email to like bosses, Jeff Dotseth. And then I have other people that just write emails and they don't put a name on it at all. That's weird. And that feels weird to me too. Yeah. So I just, I can get away. Like if you wrote DP. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. The group we run with. But, uh, <laughs> but I could just write JD, but I do it. I've done it forever, but it's just because I really don't have anything else that I'm comfortable with signing yeah. an email. Does that make sense? Like my first name. That's funny. My first name feels too casual yeah. and especially work emails. And then you're like, okay, but that, what's funny is I had, this is funny. I'm probably talking out of school. Well, I won't, I won't give up too much of this, but, um, there was a person at work that used to always sign their name. Okay. And now, and there's somebody I get along with great. Like I never say anything to them. But now I think they saw what I did. Start doing the initials? Yeah. Wow. And I think it's cool. Trendsetter. Uh, yeah, I think it's cool because I'm like, I always wanted to say like, hey, did you change because you're a psycho like me? And I'm like, no. Why don't you ask? I'm not doing that. Uh, yeah, I just think it's cool. So, yeah, if somebody just signs their initials, it doesn't bug me. But, um, no, uh, my funniest one, so my buddy Cheech, have you ever been called a nickname that you didn't want to be called? No, you know, never. The only nickname, I'm not, I've never been a nickname person. Like, no one's ever really called yeah. me a nickname. Um, Diablo is pretty funny because I just gave funny. that to you in the morning. Yeah. Sitting there one day at extra. And the number five on the Raiders is Diablo. Dude, how great is that? Yeah. But Diablo was so fitting for you. And I can't even remember what it was that you did. It wasn't planned or anything. And I, no, does that go back as far no, as Mike or was no. that to Ernie? Dude, I don't Ernie remember when you started it. It, it. This isn't that, it's not even that long ago. It's about 90, about 10 years ago. You at uh, extra at extra. And this is Jeff's thing where you and I could say the exact same thing and I get in trouble and you yes. don't. It happens all the time. Jeff never gets in trouble. I get in trouble. I, and I know it. And yeah. then I blame you yeah. and I'm disgusted that you said it. So we had to talk about the Chargers of leaving. You were on, 100% on board that they were leaving because we both had the same information. Mm -hmm. And someone called in and said, where do you get off? And you're ruining things. They <laughs> yeah. lost their mind yelling at me. Yeah. And you go, can you believe this guy? This guy is fucking Diablo. You didn't say yes. fucking. But you said. Right there in the moment. Yeah, yeah, you called me Diablo. And it stuck. It stuck. And you're like, I can't believe this guy comes into our city. And he completely turned it all on me, even though you were saying the exact same thing I was saying. It was <laughs> my, ridiculous. My you turned the whole game. goddamn town against me. My favorite game. Yeah. And then for like a day and a half, I'm just so sickened by your <laughs> yeah, that was disgusting, disgusting attitude. <laughs> Got to talk to management about finding a different show. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Literally has happened yeah. 85 <laughs> times. Usually in a manager's office. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Where I'm like, God, a chick, I don't know, very nice, but halitosis. Ten minutes later, Dave, boy, that girl had bad breath. Jesus Christ, Dave. <laughs> that was a HR. <laughs> That's yeah. what you're going to say about a woman now? Wow. Classy. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just taking. Dude, the one that drove me the craziest out of all of them, like I get a chuckle out of a bunch of them. Yeah. It was the one with Brian Long where I was saying, I told him, I go, dude, nobody wants to hear about the stadium or the Chargers leaving. Let us go back to doing our old show. Yeah. And man, he yelled at me. Remember that? It was you, Ernie, and me, and he fucking laid into me. Yeah. And he hit the table. Yeah. And he was angriest I've ever seen him. And then he turns to Jeff, what would you do? And you said almost word for word what I said. And dude, yeah. nobody wants to be burdened with the stadium issue. We're preaching to the choir. Playing we Christmas gotta, music in yeah, March is what you I got, told him. Yeah. You got to let us do our show we used to do. And he looked at you and he pointed at, at me. Yeah. That's what I'm fucking right. talking about. Fuck. Just shut your mouth and let me drive the boat. <laughs> and I looked at her and he, I just said the same fucking thing. <laughs> but he looked at me like I was an idiot. That's what you I'm are. talking about. I'm like, okay. that's what you're talking about. Okay. Here's the other one echo too. In here? What the fuck just happened? For you dumb shits that don't get, like, on Twitter, okay, you're not in on every joke. All right? You're not. Like, I I know your mom. You're the most important thing in her eyes. On this show, you're not. (laughs) This goes back 20 years at KFMB. I wrote an email to Palais and Horton. And in it, inadvertently, I called Dave Plate. Yeah. Mix and the letters up. Yeah. I just wrote, hey, uh, whatever. Yeah. Plate will lead this. And Horton got the biggest kick he out did. of it. He did. Loved it. And we laughed about it. And so for me, yeah. Alan, who else is? I mean, it's really for you, me, and him, yeah, right? So, yeah. Every time Alan calls me to this day, Plate. <laughs> plate. It's Plate. Yeah. I've been Plate to Alan for over 20 years. Right, because it's one stupid email where I didn't hit spell check. And so when I write, you know, hey, Plate, how'd your Dodgers do tonight? Uh, Plate, Uh, Plate, yeah, dumb fuck. (laughs) I know it's Plate. I did it on purpose, okay? Well, you were fucking off behind old man Murphy's barn. We were making a difference in this community. (laughs) Hand job? (laughs) Fuck. So stupid. I, I don't have time for this. Oh, my God. I was going to say, that's the only other nickname oh, but, I had. Yeah, go but ahead. But the, uh, the one I was going to tell you was my buddy Cheech. I was asking if he'd ever been called anything. There's nothing worse than uh, being called a name and having your buddy hear it. So we were, I had to be, dude, I had to be like 15. Cheech and I, well, Cheech and I were like two weeks apart. Yeah. So he was a great hire, but same age. And there was the equipment guy at San Diego. Yeah. Name was Ben Tubbs. And you would go in every week. And uh, yeah, it was my freshman year. You'd go in and you'd get your jersey and your your stuff. Cheech is playing JV, so we go in together. Ben Tubbs, you know, he's probably 60, but to all of us, it felt like he was 95. Yeah. So I just go in, get my jersey. Well, how you doing there, daughter squatter? Oh, fuck. Jesus. <laughs> Till the day he died. <laughs> he was, day he fucking died. I walk in, he's fighting cancer. <laughs> well, how you doing there? <laughs> I go, fuck Ben Tubbs. <laughs> I'm like, of all the guys that he had to say that to. And I said it to somebody and they, they were like, thinking they were busting my balls. I'm like, trust me, you're not, dude. It brings back my boy Cheech. Because he, I was like, Ben, fuck, dude. Of all the guys, 
<laughs> you got to do it with this asshole standing next to me. But you can't because you're 15. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so when you were saying nicknames, I'm like, I got one that my man Cheech called yeah. me for 35 fucking years because Ben Tubbs fucked me. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's it. And, no, you cannot give yourself a nickname. All right, next question. If you could know the answer for one question, oh, which like question that. would you ask? Easy. What's the numbers for the Powerball? They, my life no shit, oh, right? fuck, it was tonight. Yeah, $1.7 Oh, my goodness. Damn. Did you play? I didn't play. No, I didn't. I usually run out and grab a ticket. I didn't grab yeah. a ticket. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the easy one, right? Yep. yep. But, I mean, it's always going to be something that's going to be life-changing, right? You're not going to ask, well, who's going to win the World Series? Although, I guess you could bet on it. Yeah, you could. Okay, so, okay, let's say you couldn't bet on it. All right, let's say you couldn't bet. Mm. Someone said to you, Jeff, I, I know for sure the answer for who's going to win the 2024 World Series. What do you want to know? Oh, that's cool. What about the... Uh, no, no, hold on. What do you want to know? You can't bet on it. or Because think about it. You're going to ruin your entire baseball season. There goes your next seven months when everyone yeah. goes to spring training. I don't yeah, think I'd want to know. No, you could do it with the NBA. I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you love Padre baseball. Of course. If you knew the Padres weren't going to win the World Series in 2024, how I'll many games are you invested in? I'll give you one right here. Yeah. What if they said, we'll tell you who's going to win the 2024 presidential election? Would yeah, you want to know? I'd want to know, hundred percent. Right now, today? Yeah, yeah, I would. What if it went? What if it went the way you didn't want it to go? Still, I'd, I'd want to know. I'd, yeah. I, I'm curious to know. They're making plans. Yeah, move to Belize. But baseball season, I wouldn't want to know. Yeah, like I, I, I'm too up. invested in all the games. So it, would, it would make it so. Fuck, my nights would be free. Yeah, you know that's uh, that that that's crazy. All right, here we go. Next question on here. Who's the most overrated Padre of all time? Oh, that's great, uh, Blake Snell. Blake Snell absolutely is in the top five. Um, most overrated Padre. That's really good. Um, I got two. You do? Yeah. Champ Summers is number one. <laughs> Dude, Champ, Champ, Champ Summers Sum- was shit. Look at his numbers. He was shit. Dave, but, but what I'm talking about is a guy who people think numbers-wise was something special. Champ Summers was just... Champ Summers didn't even need to be here because we had Bavacqua. No, exactly. Champ Summers, everyone loved him because he ran across the field to fight in the Braves fight. Yeah, but he, he wasn't... He he's was dead. Just, you know, he's not even alive. Yeah. He was just a, he was just a guy. Fuck, like, dude, the way people talk about Champ Summers, I'm like, oh, dude, you don't know. Eric Owens is my guy. Oh, fuck. That's pretty fuck funny. Fuck that guy. Fuck the dirty Eric Owens t-shirt. That's pretty funny. I think it works for the Dodgers now, too. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, to me, it's probably Snell. <laughs> um, Does it bother you when, let's say, okay, here, I'll give you one. I'll, I'll just start with the Dodgers because everyone always brings this one up to me. The Dodgers traded Jordan Alvarez for Josh Fields. Yeah. Okay, at the time, uh, there, was, yeah. there was no DH. So Jordan right. Alvarez is a horrible fielder. So the Dodgers kind of stuck. Great bat, had no, no one. They needed a reliever. Not saying it was a good trade. It wasn't. The Pedro Martinez one hurts. Yeah. But when you trade a guy away like Pedro Martinez and he becomes a Hall of Famer, like I was yeah. thinking of Bryce Harper. Like yeah. you, you traded away Scherzer, you traded away Harper, or you let Harper go, you traded away Soto. I mean, these are all Hall of Famers that yeah. wore your uniform for a long time. Yeah, I mean. I mean, Ozzie Smith and Dave Winfield fall into that category. Um, I hadn't been here long enough to truly have the affection for Ozzie. I, I really was getting into the team when that happened. 
and Gary Templeton came. Yeah. And um and that was weird too that you had to give up Ozzy to get him because Templeton had flipped off the fans in St. Louis. Yeah. Like, dude, you could have got him for anything. Yeah. And then but I mean, look at what Ozzy did. Yeah. The one that Ozzy didn't hit here. Yeah. I mean, the two that, that really impact me. Um Go ahead, go ahead. Dude, that's so funny. They're showing Will Farrell and uh, Vince Vaughn and Vince Vaughn on the NHL. The two that impacted me, number one was Robbie Alomar. Yeah. Robbie Alomar being traded that's right. for for Tony Fernandez is just one of the all time disasters. Uh trading for Lamar Hoyt and trading Ozzy Ginn. Ozzy Ginn in that deal. Um when you traded for Joe Carter. Yeah. And you'd put uh, Sandy Alomar Jr. in that deal, and, and somebody else went in that trade. But to me, dude, I, everybody tells me Kevin Mitchell is probably my all-time favorite Padre. I think, I mean, he's in the top five. You and I were so lucky to be around that 98 team. Very, very hard for me to rank anybody above Trevor and Caminetti and Tony. I mean, holy shit, right? Tony's yeah. always going to be number one. But, like, from a fan standpoint, Kevin Mitchell, to me, was just so great. And when I tell people, like, hey, dude, that trade fucking sucks. It's the worst trade in Padre history. I tell it to Mud all the time. <laughs> and uh, that motherfucker, I'll tell you what Mud did to me tonight. And uh, and then somebody throws back to me, well, you know, Mark Davis won the science. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Is that right, doctor? Yeah, I was fucking here. You know what Kevin Mitchell did? He won the MVP. Fuck you. Uh, Mud is such a dick. So he sends me this picture today. Yeah. <laughs> I got to put it on Twitter. And he goes, hey, check this shit out. And it's 1998, and yeah. it's on the field at, at Qualcomm. And it's the entire Channel 4 team celebrating because the team had just wrapped up the division. So it's Scott Hecht. Okay. Nick Davis. Morgino. Uh... Mel Proctor, Sut, Mud, and then the other guy, was it Tom Satursky? Yeah. The producer? The director. I thought it was director. Director, yeah. They're all covered in champagne, big smiles, the whole thing. And Mud goes, who's the fucking loser to the right? And you pan over, and it's just me no, by myself, funny. just looking like lonely guy. Dude, I showed Ernie. I fucking laughed. I go, God damn it. It is the funniest <laughs> picture ever. I told Mud, I go, I hate you, but that's the funniest picture I've seen in a long time. I'll put it up on Twitter. Take my beating. Next question. Who's the most underrated Padre of all time? Oh, I like that. Um, dude, in a lot of ways, it might be Kevin Brown. That's what I was going to say. Is that right? To Kevin Brown, the way people have no idea how important he was to the 98 team. You ask anyone yeah. on that team, they'll tell you Kevin Brown changed the mindset. But people hate him so much. And look, without Kevin Brown, you aren't doing shit. Yeah. He, uh, he, it's funny when those guys talk about him. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Geffner said to us, he will stay up late and will come on via phone. Okay. Love to have Geff on, who was there in 98, saw that team, uh, three rings with the Red Sox, right? Three, three or two. Three or two. I don't know when he went to the Marlins. Uh, but, um, Geff said he'll come on. Yeah. And I mean, a guy that was part of all of that, the Lucino era, the Theo era, 
uh, he was part of it. But Caminetti, right, being around that Boach, I mean, he was, he and I were going back and forth about Boach today. Uh, yeah, I think to me, um, yeah, I, I would say Kevin Brown. I agree with you. All right, last one on here. Who's the last guy in San Diego media you'd want as your roommate? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> last guy, probably Mud. <laughs> right? Mud would be exhausting. Yeah. Saw. Saw would be awful. Glathine. <laughs> Imagine Bill Center. Have you seen my ring? Bill Center, just to come out every morning, you're just watching Formula One. <laughs> Fuck. Bill. Bill, can you turn that down? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, he would be the one guy, though, who just sent me the thing. That there's a documentary coming out about the late... Well, I don't even know if she's dead. The great Diana Nyad. Uh, the mayor of Poway... Kaplan would probably be a little tough. Could you live with a little high He's energy. always gone, though. That's true. He's traveling all the time. He is funny as fuck, though. Oh, my God. Cap would keep you entertained. I'll, I'll take Cap off that list. Um, yeah. Who do you got? Who do you got on that list? Jason Austell. <laughs> Fucking Jason. It's not even why? close. Because here's the deal. Why? When I That's wa- so funny. I'll tell you why. When I watch the news, it's this yeah. 4.55 in the morning shit. Okay. So again, at four fifty-five, I gotta start recording this. Segment. You got to talk about this all the you time. You got to, dude. You got to. Why are you up that early? I get up at four every morning. So, so stupid. I know. So here's the deal: at four fifty-five, all right, from four fifty-five to five o'clock, it's not scripted. All right, the news starts at five, so the music plays, and then it's you know. So I even have the dates. On Monday, it's Paul Rudy gets five minutes by himself. Okay. On Tuesday, Lauren Finney gets five minutes by herself. Okay. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it's Jason Ostell and Casey McKinnon. All right? Okay. Casey's ready to go all the time. Fucking Ostell, every time he's shocked that the camera's on. <laughs> all right? Every okay, t- this will be tomorrow? Right. Yeah, yeah, well, well, Casey's, I already know, Casey's uh, out of town at a wedding. So it's just Ostell. Okay? Okay, so and tomorrow at 4.55, yeah. he's probably stunned. He, yeah, stunned every time. And there's a giant glass of fucking, I think it's tea, but it looks like beer. Okay? Right there. He's fucking stunned every time. His mic's never ready to go. His, his fucking jacket's not buttoned. You could tell he's wearing blue jeans, you know? And you're just like, you motherfucker. You know you're on. They're do- Someone's doing a countdown. Three, right. two, one. Every day at 4.55, you're on, you asshole. I can't wait. Now, how about Paul at 4.55? Paul's ready to go. Butcher's 8 million things, but he's ready to go, okay? <laughs> okay. Lauren Finney's the only professional one there that's like, all right, right looks hey. Looks great. And she'll always do a Dan Plant story. She'll, she'll say, good morning, San Diego, boom, 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 for 10 seconds. And then she says, Dan Plant was down in Imperial Beach looking at the shitty water. And Dan runs a story. And then she goes, it's almost 5 o'clock. Let's start it up. And then, they, boom, they start up at 5. And it goes, let's take a look at the Embarcadero. Fuck off. It's pitch black. Right. Can't see jack shit. It's the same thing every day. But that five minutes, I tune in because it's a train wreck every I, day. I, okay, do and me so, a favor. Where's your... Um, Where's your remote? Right go to guide and show me like, go to. Let me see. About it. It's going to be TMZ goes from 430. Let me see. Okay. So, oh, I like that girl. Teresa Sardina. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when you go. She's marrying the guy that she does the news. Yeah, with. that's cool. Good for them. Okay. Hold on. Okay. So at shit. four. Okay. Hold on. So it's TMZ live yeah. that goes. Yeah. It will be, it will say TMZ, but TMZ runs out at 455 and they come on. 
Okay, so you got to record TMZ live at 4.30. Okay, so I'm going to start recording TMZ, and then how's... Just K- fast forward it. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's fine. And then how's KUSI in that 5 o'clock hour? It's, it struggles oh. till 6 o'clock until... Because they kick Estelle uh, and, and the, the other one out, Casey out, and stick uh, Lauren Finney and Paul But Paul you in. know what? Like, when you go to record that show... Yeah. And you can, you can manage recording, I think you can start shows... Oh, there you go. So if I start that five o'clock, yeah, right, and then I just start it, but that you talk about that all Dude, the you time. You gotta see it. it's a trend wreck. So fuck. Oh, I can't wait. So here's my issue with Austell though. Okay, when you do the news, I really don't want to know what side you are on politically. Right. I don't want to know. Supposed to be down the middle. That's what I always thought, and I respect that more. Like you're sure. gonna keep me around. Austell is so anti anything left side. Really. Big time, man. He's always pro gun. He's always, you know, f those guys. <laughs> I mean, to the point, I'm like, boy, a lot of this sounds kind of racist, you know. And Is he then, playing to the audience? He might be, but he's so over the top. But here's here's the deal that he runs with: is I boycott everything, Nike, NBC. Like he'll tell you what he boycotts. Bud Light, Bud Light, and he'll sit there and go, I don't watch NBC, and you know, because of MS is connected to MSNBC, obviously. Right. But I'll watch Sunday Night Football. And I was like, you fucking hypocrite. Why don't you go all in? If you yeah. honestly believe that, then go all in and say, I don't watch Sunday Night Football because I'm against NBC. But you're right. a fucking hypocrite. So, yeah. And we've known Ostel forever. Dude, yeah. He wears me out. Fuck off. And poor Casey, who's ready to go and just looks at him like, hey, we're going to have a conversation. Because half the time, he doesn't want to talk to her. I'm like, wow. you have five minutes. So, you're telling me this guy, Logan Burns. Yeah, Logan Burns and Teresa Sardina. Are, are getting married? Get married now. Logan Burns' dad was Ed Burns. Yeah, that's pretty cool. There you go. All right. And um, for some reason, Teresa, not speaking out of school, as you used the term last week, that Abby died. Yeah, she's extremely nice to me. She reaches out to me all the time. Oh, that's nice. And I was like, "We did we know her at KFMB?" And I asked her. I said, "I think you have me confused with my son because Josh was working at KFMB." Oh, there you go. And she said, "No, I'm talking to you." And so, oh, uh, nice. so when she got engaged, she says, "Hey, congratulations! You know, yeah. excited for you. It was her birthday the other day. She, dude, she's like the nicest person in San Diego. Oh, that's cool. Absolutely. I saw uh, on that Goofy Sully show. I saw Logan. He seemed yeah. like a very likable guy. Yeah, he was cool, dude. I like anybody that's respectful to their parents. Right? Yes, exactly right. I'm very proud of his dad. So that's cool. Well, good for them. All right, I'll start." Uh, I'll, uh, God damn, she's distracting. How does that guy work? I don't know. Well, check out the Instagram. She does bikini shots. Oh, no kidding. Yep. <laughs> uh, how about that? Um, all right, that's it. Uh, had something today. Are we back on uh, Sunday? Can we do Sunday? Yeah. Good, because it's Monday Night Football. I got to do that Charger show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll be back here. Uh, yeah, that works. We'll okay. be back here. Uh, we'll see everybody Sunday night. Good deal.
Conversations out on the pier Always entertaining even before we could buy beer Walk to the park, speak our minds Maybe talk to rock a couple of times Too good at Back to the door. I- 